We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my wonderful friend. So happy to be spending some of our time together here today on Journey to Center. You know, I think most of us really have a longing to know what our purpose is. And another subject that most people seem to be very interested in is cultivating greater prosperity. And if we can do both of these things at the same time, well, that's a pretty wonderful world. I say there's job, career, and life purpose. And life purpose is when we get paid to play. And I believe we're each created and born with a special set of skills, gifts, and talents. And we have a purpose that only we can fulfill. And I certainly believe each and every one of us are worthy of prosperity. It can be challenging to figure out what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it. I also know it can be challenging to understand our worthiness, accept our immense value, and manifest our abundance. My guest today has written a comprehensive guide and book of wisdom about getting in touch with a very deep and wise part of ourselves that can also support us in understanding our value, our worthiness, and our intuitive techniques for prosperity. She shares empowering tools to help us access our inner GPS, tap into a wellspring of inner knowing, and help anyone who wants to participate in these processes to understand their deep purpose and claim their personal and professional success. We're so very fortunate to have with us Lynn Robinson. She has authored seven books on intuition and has been featured in the Boston Globe, USA Today, the Chicago Tribune, and has been a guest on many national radio shows, as well as being featured on Fox News and ABC. She's been quoted in the New York Times, Investors Business Daily, Woman's Daily, Red Book, Ladies Home Journal, Self, and Good Housekeeping. Lynn works with businesses and individuals and clients consistently praise her uncanny insights as spot on. They report greater personal clarity and a deeper understanding of their purpose and calling. Lynn teaches that intuition is a ready source of direction available to all of us, an invisible intelligence that animates our world and helps guide our lives. And when we know how to follow its wisdom, we're led to success, happiness, and inner peace. So Lynn, thank you so much for saying yes to another show with me here on Empower Radio. It's always delightful talking to you, Tammy. (laughs) You're so fun. You're so wise. Your books are so fun and easy and comprehensive, yet deep and profound. So I'm really, really honored to continue the conversation and share you with our our listeners here. Well, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So you teach a lot and you talk a lot to um, business people about how we can use our intuition to um, become more successful. So I'm very interested in knowing a little bit more in this direction about cultivating prosperity and success with our intuition. Mm. Well, I think that prosperity is a, is a is something again it's hardwired into all of us that we live in an abundant universe um and so i think that the universe wants us to succeed now you know i'm sure some of our listeners are saying you haven't looked at my bank account lately <laughs> or you haven't looked at my credit card debt <laughs> that's not true yeah. for me 
And you know, the, I I remember when I first learned about prosperity teachings, I guess I just sort of thought that, you know, the universe was going to deliver up a big bag of money, some cash for me, or the lottery was going to, you know, I would win the lottery or something. But what I've really learned is that when we when we really follow our calling, identify our calling, follow our calling, that our intuition begins to lead us towards the prosperity that we need. But it might come in the form of a job. It might come in the form of an idea, an invention that we think up. It might come in the form of a relationship that we're developing. It might come in the form of a a, a great deal on a house or a great roommate situation. I mean, it comes in so many different ways. And I think sometimes we overlook those ways. Um, I mean, my whole business started, I just remember when I, I was really kind of desperate for money and I was in credit card debt and I was like, oh, universe, you know, please give me some money, give me some money and you know again expecting that big lottery win or something i think that's where we all focus but what happened was um I decided I wanted to start my own business and I wanted to do intuitive readings. I'd been the operations manager of a software company and I just was pleading with the universe, please send me money. And what happened was the weirdest thing. A friend of mine died, unfortunately. I walked into the funeral uh, service. I ended up sitting down next to this woman that I didn't know. I felt very drawn, intuitively guided uh, to sit next to this woman. And it was very kind of puzzling. The short version of the story is she ended up being a writer for the Boston Globe newspaper. She Mm -hmm. got, I gave her a reading. She wrote an article about me and my business got launched with 500 clients the next month. Wow. So that was the way the universe delivered prosperity. I mean, and I've been doing it for over 20 years, doing the intuitive readings and writing books and speaking. So in a way, she gave me the lottery number. It just wasn't in the traditional way. So I think that's a lot of the ways the universe delivers these things. Well, and I think that's such a great story because I do believe if, you know, money was just big bags of money were delivered to us. If we hit the lottery, are we are we still going to participate? Are we still going to try to cultivate our our purpose and our gifts? You know, years ago, I, I couldn't believe that um, I was I ended up really broke. I had been engaged to a very wealthy man, very famous, and he just kicked me to the curb and he's like, you deserve nothing. And I was like, what? You know, I couldn't believe it. How does somebody make a million dollars a week and not, you know, I felt like such a victim help somebody they've been with for three years when they, when I've given up everything. And I ended up going to an intuitive reader and he goes, Tammy, but that wouldn't have served your higher purpose. Hmm. You wouldn't have continued to stay engaged with human beings in life if you had just had this big wad of money. Right. You would have stayed in your fear and stayed disempowered. So it was actually really perfect. And I can look back now and be very, very grateful for how things evolved and that I didn't make a lot of money doing the things that weren't my true purpose. Right. So it sometimes makes more sense in retrospect than when yes. we're in that place of confusion. Right. And I think, you know, also noticing where we do have abundance. Now, I mean, yes. I know we're speaking a lot about, you know, money abundance, but it could be that you have an abundance of good health or you have abundance of good friends or you have an mm-hmm. abundance of, you know, great house around you or good family or things like that. But also noticing all the things around you that you have bought with money, that the universe has delivered that up. And I think when we have gratitude for what we have and whatever form it comes in, that the universe just increases more. But when when we look around and have that little negative self-talk going, the universe isn't responding to me. I didn't get that money. I didn't get that raise. I don't have enough. I'm not, you know, when we have that constant negative self-talk, it's almost like we block that prosperity that oh, we're you seeking. Make, you make such a good point. It's hard to manifest having from not having, but we can expand 
are having yeah. from like, oh, I do have it. And then you can expand and, and manifest more. What we focus on increases. So, right. Yeah. yeah that's and, really a very And that's such, such an important thing to know that, the, you know, what we focus on increases. So if we're constantly um, thinking, I don't have enough, I don't have enough. And, you know, I realize that for some of us, that may be absolutely the truth right now. But I know when at times when I've been really broke and really having to manifest that, you know, the prosperity in a, in a very big way, I've had to really force my brain out of that little negative thought pattern. It gets into a little groove. Oh my gosh, what if I don't have enough money for the rent or the mortgage? And what if I can't make my car payment? And, oh, you know, and I had to just go almost like having some affirmations that I would force my brain away from that. And it felt so artificial at first. I do have enough. Look at that. I do have a wonderful car. Look, I do have a wonderful roof over my head. I do have wonderful friends. I know that the universe is always giving me exactly what I need and deserve. And, you know, I, I just kind of having to really keep the focus on what I wanted to expand. And you make a really great point. I want to know a little bit more about this. How can we know if it's our intuition or just fear coming from our monkey mind? And how can we discern what the truth is about what our intuition is trying to tell us? Yeah. And it's such a good question because, you know, it is really hard to differentiate that. I mean, partly the boring answer is that you have to kind of know yourself. But the the other thing that's tricky here is that usually when you get an intuitive hit about something, it moves you out of your comfort zone. It, you know, it says, hey, it's time for to end a relationship or to begin one or to end a job or to try something new or to de develop a new skill. And immediately what comes up for most of us mere mortals is, oh, my gosh, what if I don't succeed? What if I fail? What if I, I don't like it? What if other people don't like me? You know, and it's, so I think that's really normal to feel that way. But one of my favorite mottos is to feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes. And so uh, what I try to do, even when I'm scared, is, okay, what's my next step? What could I do and keep moving in that direction? And I think if we can chunk it down into small pieces quite often, I mean, at some point, ultimately, we do have to make the big leap and end the relationship or, you know, start a new job or whatever it is that we're scared about. But as you break it down into smaller pieces, you, you develop those courage muscles. And, um, you know, when you're going in the right direction, things tend to, you know, unfold and the synchronicities and the coincidences begin to appear. Oh, yes. My favorite thing. Yeah. I always count the blessings when that happens. Yeah. So when you speak of intuitive selling, what exactly is that? You know, I was in sales for a very long time and I was always so surprised that I was seemingly the sales were easier for me closing the sales than they were for a lot of the people I worked with. And I just discovered that what I was doing was really based on my intuition. And it sort of just came to me very naturally. But in the Put Your Intuition to Work book, I detailed, I think I've got two chapters in there about intuitive sales. And what I did, I was selling an educational program at the time, but I, before I called on a potential customer, I would just ask myself, just in, even if I hadn't even met the person, just had a piece of paper and a pen beside me, um, how can, how, what's the best way to approach this client? What do they need right now? What's going on in their life? How can I serve them? Nice. Um, what do I need to know about this person? Um, how should I approach this? You know, how can my program that I was selling, how can it be of service in their life? So it was really, to me, very service oriented. But I would find that when I did ask these questions, like little things would pop in my mind, you know, that they're confused or they just maybe that they just broke up with a relationship. And I have to tell you, even though I do intuitive readings now and I was doing this in sales before, I, I felt like I was making it up. 
And, but I would jot these notes down and then I would go to meet with the client or call the client and they go, oh, gosh, I look back at my notes and go, oh, they did just end a relationship and they are going through a confusing time. And all the things I had written down, I'm going, you know, I know it feels like I'm making it up, but it seems to be accurate. <laughs> and I, that's what I hear a lot when I teach classes on intuition to people is that people often feel that they're making it up. But when it, because I think it, the intuitive information comes through the vehicle of our imagination. But practice it in small ways. And if you're in sales, try it out. Just ask those, ask those questions. Um, there's a whole list of them that I have in the, in the um, Put Your Intuition to Work book um, of questions that you can ask before you go on a sales call. Um, but you can do it for anything. I mean, if I've you know, been in companies before I started my own business where I had difficult, you know, people that I worked with, a very difficult boss. And I would do the same thing. Like, what can I do to make this relationship better? How can I, how can I, um, what could I do in this upcoming conversation or meeting that will help us have a win-win uh, solution? I mean, I would just ask questions like that. And the answers would usually just you know, they pop in my mind. I might get a little symbolic picture. I might have a dream about it that night. Um, so a lot of the information will come in when you ask the questions. Mm, that's a great tool. I'm going to use that. <laughs> oh, good. You're more, I'm more than happy to have you do that. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I mean, I always do like this three-step process before I do um, a counseling session or my radio interview. I center myself, I set my intentions, and I invite spirit in for the highest good of all concern. But I think what you're saying is very practical and accessible. How can I be of service with this soul that's in front of me? Mm -hmm. Yep. And that it, the information always comes in and I really do like asking those open-ended questions. So, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a relationship issue you're having with your mate, whether it's with your kids, whether it's a coworker, your boss, uh, you know, anybody, it's just asking those questions and really opening your heart to them. And it also, to me, that that technique also, it's it's really about the principle I try to use when I'm using intuition is what's the solution I want. Now, I mean, I don't mean it to be so specific, like, well, my boss will leave and get another job. You know, I mean, I just try to say, I want to have a better relationship with this person. I want to be enjoying my job. Or, you know, in your case, what you're saying about the podcast is saying, you know, I want this to really touch people's lives. I want this to be, you know, technology, you know, works easily and freely and effortlessly. And I want to connect with people. You know, what's the best way to do that? And you're, in, you're aligning yourself with the very powerful intention so that things tend to go a lot more smoothly. Mm -hmm. That is definitely my experience for sure. So, um, Lynn, I'm curious in, in your experience of, of all kinds of people that you've worked with, do you feel that intuitive people seem to think differently than those who aren't relying on their intuition? Do you see big differences? I do. And I, I, because I do this work a lot in businesses, I really do believe that people who are using their intuition are much more successful in business and in life in general. And you know, part of the reason I'm saying that, too, is our our lives, our culture has gotten so complicated and so confusing in some ways. And where maybe a decade or two ago, we used to say, well, this is what you need to do to be successful, or this is what my company has always done to succeed, or this is what how you go about getting, you know, your goal. 
and it would pretty be fairly standard. Nowadays, I think that all of the all butts are off. All the rules have kind of been thrown out the window. And so you're having to rely not necessarily just on facts and logic. It's not that one is better than the other here, but but you're really having to rely on that guidance. You know, how can I proceed? What do here's what I want? You know, I want a great job. I want abundance. I want to know my purpose and calling. I believe that the universe is on my side and I, you know, please show me, please give me this guidance about what my right next steps are. And then to really pay attention to not discard the answers because they don't come in the form that you think they should come in. Mm-hmm. I think that that's true. And, and we could probably go a little crazy if we're just relying on the outside world. If we're trying mm-hmm. to manifest, I say, or live from the outside in, it's yeah. probably going to make you a little crazy. Right. I really think the only way to live is from the inside out. You find that solid ground within ourselves. And, and like you teach, to cultivate that relationship with our intuition or the animating force of the universe. And, and I think that's how we start to live more solidly from the inside out. And then what's reflected back to us is more positive. prosperous. Right. Mm -hmm. And I say that to my intuitive reading clients all the time. It's like the universe wants you to succeed. So what is in your heart that you love doing? One of the things I tell people is like, if you got locked into a bookstore overnight um, and and you had to be in a certain section of the bookstore, Mm -hmm. which section would you be in? I mean, I'm definitely in the personal spiritual growth section. Oh, me too. Maybe with (laughs) a subcategory around healthy cooking. But, um, you know, I mean, those are my passions. I really love doing that. I love excellence exercise. Those are the things that really feel like I feel very passionate about. Um, and so, you know, the things that we love to do are really the things we're meant to, to be doing. And I, where, I mean, we're also talking about prosperity, but I think what I hear from my, um, my clients is a lot is, well, how can I make a living at that? You know, I, and, and it, you know, when you start talking yourself out of something and you don't allow the universe to help you, you're left, you know, working with just your own physical power, your own will, you're not aligning with the universe saying, look, mm-hmm. you put this in my heart, you know, I mean, you know, you're a successful coach, speaker, podcast interviewer, you know, I write books, I do intuitive readings, I speak, I mean, look, we're both making a living doing what we love. And so mm-hmm. if we can do that, then other people can do what they want, whether they want to be a Reiki healer, or aromatherapist, a horse trainer, you know, whatever it is that you really want to be doing. Um, I think that the universe has ways for us to succeed. I think you make such a good point. And, it, it, and from my perspective, it's been a lot more joyful partnering with that something greater rather than relying on my own steam yes. and my own limited understanding. Right. And don't you find, I, I see this with my intuitive client, intuitive reading clients, I'm sure you see it in your coaching clients, that we, when we want something, we, we start to think, I, I don't know how we could, I could possibly get there. And we just talk ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. And yet, I find that when I hold that space and saying, look, universe, God, this is what I'm being guided to do. Please show me because I may not know, um, you know, in the natural, in my in my will, in my limited physical sense of how that's going to happen. And often I think what we do is we start to look at how is how other people done it. You know, how have other people marketed a successful book? I should do it that way. And that may not be our path. We, we're all so individual. I mean, I, for example, I'm, mm-hmm. believe it or not, rather an introvert. I don't love going to networking meetings. <laughs> you know, those are, and so when I first started out, I thought, oh, I have to go to all these networking 
networking meetings. Well, oh my gosh, I just don't love doing that. So I had to learn, you know, be guided to what are the things that I really love doing. I love writing. I love doing blogs. I, you know, love doing these podcasts where I don't have to, you know, get all dressed up and go out and Mm -hmm. do them. You know, so all of the things that kind of are my nature, um, the universe just said, you know, okay, we're going to work with that and and unfold it. Mm. And I love that. And you're bringing up such a good point in that we we really benefit greatly when we open our mind to the possibility that the universe is on our side, that it wants for our success, that we are worthy and that we are adored. That was a big thing for me to open my mind to and settle into. And now it's such a deep innate part of my beingness and my life certainly works much better from this posture. Right. So you're having the, you're kind of creating from the attitude of the universe wants me to succeed. Mm -hmm. My job is to be as happy as I can be um, and stay as positive as I can. Watch for clues along the way that are the little breadcrumbs of life that the universe is giving us. Say, here's your right next step. Try this. Talk to this person. You know, take this class. Do this thing. Think this way. And it will start to guide us. And, you know, haven't you found that there's no we're always looking for the one thing, but there's no end to it. You know, I, I mean, I, I, you know, for so long, I wanted to write a book. Oh my gosh, I wanted to write a book. And I wrote a book. I'm like, wow, I know I want to write another book and I want to start traveling. And I was like, you know, we, it's not like, it's, so it's a funny balancing act between uh, being grateful for what I have and wanting to include more. And I think mm-hmm. they're no, those things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> and I think it works well together, acknowledging yeah. what you have and then, um, expanding or reaching for more. I think that mm-hmm. that's a really wonderful way to live our lives. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And another thing that I found to be so helpful is just really um, surrendering, surrendering to that something greater and, and believing that it's on our side. And that yes. can be a really hard thing to do. Yes, I've decided my big invention is a surrender switch. Because don't you find you surrender and then you go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take it all back again. You know, I got to do it my way. I've got to, you know, use my will and my energy. And then you go, "Okay, God, I'm surrendering it again. But I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I've certainly had lots of times in my life and, you know, in my business over the last 20 years where I felt stuck. It's like, okay, you know, I put out all this energy, all these feelers and nothing seems to be happening. And, you know, and it's usually at that point when I've, you know, beaten myself up tremendously, just go, okay, I forgot to surrender. You know, Mm. universe, I give this to you. I know that you have a wonderful way. You put this in my heart. I know you have a way to, you know, help me achieve this, to be of service in the world. I am releasing this to you. Please give me divine guidance. Please show Mm -hmm. me the right next steps. Please heal anything that and anything that may be in the way. One of my favorite prayers um, is just please heal my fear-based thoughts. Oh, um, yes. That's a good I just one. I love that one. And it's uh, kind of based on the Course in Miracles. Yes. Just, you know, There's heal, only fear of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please heal my fear-based thoughts because so often we get in our own way and, you know, through that fear, fear of not being enough, not doing well enough, fear, fear of failure, all of those fears. Um, and that please heal my fear-based thoughts is so powerful. And then really surrendering it. I mean, I actually use a gesture of kind of like putting it out to the universe, lifting my hands up and saying, universe, please take this and, you know, show me my right next steps. Help me have that right attitude. And, um, and then it's often is a matter of patience. And as you you know said earlier, just trying to, trying to enjoy my life as best I can, knowing that the answers are on the way that the absolutely. universe wants us to succeed. Oh, absolutely. And something that I've done that's been very helpful is I, 
I've actually created a God box. I do a class where we create a God box and then we put anything in it that we want help with, that we want to surrender. It could be your fear. It could be a question. It could be a relationship. It could be um, an ideal scene about Mm -hmm. a career or whatever. And then I give it to God and then I can relax. And he gives yeah. it back to me the way he wants it. So anytime I try to take it back out of the God box and start chewing on it, I don't need to do that. I gave it to God yeah. and now I can just relax and I'll be guided. I'll be informed right. because I trust that that something greater wants what's best for me. So right. that's been a really helpful thing to engage. I think the subconscious mind and ah, just relax and trust the process. So, right. You know what I like about that technique too? And I think that it really does help with surrender tremendously is I start to worry about it again and go, wait a minute. It's yep. in my God box. It's something <laughs> tangible you can do because surrender is so intangible. I mean, I think that's why I was joking. I wish there was a surrender switch and I could tape it on that's, permanently. I use the God box. So it's yeah. Kind of, so kind of the like God the box switch. is it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's very helpful. And again, the subconscious mind loves ceremony and symbolism. So um, I did it in my mind a lot, but then I actually created one. And so now anytime I'm stressed about something or have a question about something, I actually have this God box and I put it in there. I, like I said, take a note, put it in there, relax. And then I'm guided and it gets so much better. Right, right. And it's very tangible. I know. I love that. Yeah. Yes. I know. Somebody around, I live on Cape Cod and somebody around where I live has created these little, they look like, um, like they're little, like, like two by four little containers that are beautifully decorated and they just have a little pencil and they have a little, little tiny little piece of paper and you write your prayers in there. And I just, I carry it around in my purse. So I love that idea. I think that's a beautiful ceremony. Wonderful process. So Lynn, we have a couple minutes left. Can you please tell people where to grab a copy of your book or all seven books or your free um, six ways to supercharge your intuition free ebook? How can they get a hold of you? What's your website? Where where are these books? Well, my website is lynnrobinson.com. And my first uh, name is spelled L-Y-N-N with no E. And there's lots of information on my site, like as the, the six ways to supercharge your intuition ebook. There's a how to listen to your inner CEO. There's tons of how-to videos on there. You can sign up for an intuitive reading with me or one of the programs that I'm doing, a teaching intuition. So lots of information, lynnrobinson.com. The latest book is Put Your Intuition to Work. And the one that I did um, a couple years ago is called Divine Intuition. And all that information is on my website. You can get them at bookstores or online at Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. That's some really great stuff. So I so appreciate your heart, your wisdom, your generosity of spirit, your kindness, your humor, your authenticity. You're just a super fun soul, and I just oh, am so thanks. grateful for you. The feeling is mutual, Tammy. Gosh, <laughs> Thank <thanks>. you. <laughs> Thank you. And to my friends, it's so fun to connect with you. I mean, I love doing this show. I get to have these awesome conscious conversations. And what makes it even more rich and fulfilling is knowing that you're part of the energy here. And I really want to hear from you. I really want to be in touch with you. You can be on, I love Facebook. I post stuff every day. Instagram. Are you on Instagram and Facebook, Lynn? I'm on Facebook, not Instagram, but all of that information is on my website. So you can connect with me there. That's so smart. So to my listeners, thank you for being part of the energy that is Empower Radio and Journey to Center. And I invite you to be in touch with me. Go to my website, download my free book and guided meditation so that you can step more fully into your purpose, prosperity, peace in the world. I adore you completely and I'm so grateful for you. And I'm sending you blessings of just prosperity, grace, ease, great love. And I hope you know that you are the child in whom God is well pleased. You were designed for unique purpose and to shine. So God bless you. You're in our heart and prayers. 
onward and upwards. Bye for now.